This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Join us on the phone today is Keisha Haith, who is with the Anne Arundel County Economic Development Corporation. And I would tell you what her title is because, or actually her credentials are, because it says capital C, capital E, little c, capital D. And I'll show my ignorance here, and I have no idea what that means. So I'll introduce Keisha Haith, and you can tell me what the CECD means. Certainly, John. Uh, Thank you so much um, for having me today. Um, That actually stands for Certified Economic Developer. Um, So I am one of the 1,300 um, in the country, actually, um, that is a Certified Economic Developer through the International Economic Development Council, IEDC, which is in Washington, D.C., Very cool. Well, that's not to be confused by the evil developers that are mowing down trees, though, right? No, 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 not at all. (laughs) Well, you are with the Anne Arundel Economic Development Corporation, which is a incredible organization for people that don't know. If you are in business or thinking about starting business, just have a thought about maybe even, hey, could I even do business on my own is a great resource. It is a semi-private, semi-public kind of a organization. And they have a ton of different resources for pretty much anybody that looks to do business in Anne Arundel County. Uh, one of which was just announced last week, which is the Inclusive Ventures Program, which I think is fantastic, especially since it is geared toward you know minorities uh it's being launched during the middle of black history month which is which is fabulous and it it has such great opportunities for small local businesses in Anne Arundel County and I wanted to touch base with you because you are the one that is sort of spearheading this to get the lowdown on it so um yes we launched this program um last Friday and um it has taken off um we certainly expected that we would get a lot of interest in regards to this program. And um, it has, it, we've had an overwhelming response of applicants and we are so happy about that. Um, but I've been doing economic development for about 20 years now and throughout my career and also being a business owner, I saw where there were some gaps in education and mentorship and access to capital, specifically for minority women and veteran-owned businesses. And so when I came to Anne Arundel three years ago, one of the areas in my portfolio was small minority businesses. So as I got out and met with minority businesses, I saw that they had the skill set to either do hair or have their technology business or their manufacturing business, but that business acumen was actually missing. So I worked with our team at uh, AEDC. I just started pitching some things to them. And finally, you know, after being in the the works for at least uh, two years, we were able to come up with this program and, um, We are so happy about the program. We really do believe that this is the type of program that's going to transform the lives of those businesses that participate um, in this Inclusive Ventures program. So we are extremely excited about it. I mean, I've known a lot of small businesses in Anne Arundel County, and and I I can't agree with you anymore in that there are some that are just absolutely wonderful stores or wonderful businesses that I'd love to support, but they just 
don't get it. And I remember way back when, when Laura Fritz was with the city of Annapolis, they had an economic development corporation. It was a separate thing. You know, we had the conversation is that it's, you know, sometimes you need to go in and just tell somebody, Hey, you know, maybe you're not cut out to be in business for yourself. Maybe you're more cut out to be working for somebody and a real difficult conversation to have. And that's probably still reigns true for any number of businesses now, but to be able to give anybody a leg up is you know, incredible. So this, you said this is for minorities, women, and veteran-owned? Yes. Now, minority, I mean, we can define that any number of different ways. I mean, obviously that we're looking at African-American-owned. Are there any other minorities that fall in the the catch-all phrase for minorities? Yeah. Asian, Indian, um, Hispanic um, falls under a minority as well. Caucasian women is considered a minority through the state of, of Maryland, and we basically followed suit to that um, definition. Okay, we've probably got American Indians and the Lucian Islanders and all yep. the other little sub. Absolutely, <laughs> little Ab- absolutely, absolutely. That that falls into that that category. Yeah. Well, coming from a lack of business acumen, I mean, and that's sort of a, a harsh term. What is Inclusive Ventures program going to be doing for these guys? So, um, and and going back to your discussion with Laura Fritz, absolutely agree. Um, Laura is a colleague of mine, and, and we know each other very well, um, and worked together in the past. Um, so, you know, it, those are hard conversations that you sometimes have to have with businesses. Um, but I always look from the perspective of being an, a business owner myself. So, the trap that I, you know, fell into being a business owner, I try to give that advice to the businesses that that I work with. And you are absolutely right. Sometimes it's better to start your business as a hobby and on the side and maintain your um, full-time job until you have enough resources and education and mentorship and capital to go ahead and launch out there um, to start your business venture. Um, but those those are the types of conversations um, that um, I do have with businesses. I've talked to a couple of businesses. I know there was a coffee shop in Edgewater one time that started out and, and he got mired down in permits with the county and everything else. And I, I don't want to get into that whole thing, but ultimately he ran out of capital because he, he wasn't able to open up. He thought he would just come in. I, okay, I've got, you know, $50,000 or whatever it may be. Going to quick come in, open up, take me a month to, you know, make the counters look pretty, get the machines in and I'll be selling coffee. Three months, you know, a month turned into three, turned into six, turned into nine. And when he finally did open up, I mean, he had a shoestring to go on and, you know, the capital was just not there. And that was something, again, that nobody sat him down to say, hey, you need to think this through. What will happen if, what, you know, what's going on here? What's going on there to figure out how you can make this succeed? And a lot of that is capital. Uh, a lot of that is just advice. I mean, I, you know, there's, and I know that this program does offer advice and mentoring from some great local experts that will give people that big leg up that they need. Absolutely. And, you know, I recommend that any individual um, that is considering starting a business in Arundel County or elsewhere, make your first stop your economic development office. There is an economic development office in every county of the state of Maryland. And it's so important that you start there with that office because there is a wealth of experienced individuals from the business development team to the finance team to the marketing team 
there's a wealth of information in these offices across the state of Maryland. So I highly encourage any business, any individual that's thinking about starting a business or even an existing business, reach out to us so that we can provide the resources and the guidance. Um, It could be state resources, local, but just reach out to that economic development office as your first point of contact before going into that business venture. I mean, we can help with permitting, all of the, all of that assistance. We can, we can help with that. Um, EDC helps with that. So just wanted to, to say that, but yes, um, this program will provide education. Um, so we will have a six week program, which um, will homes will be teaching. With that, it covers cash flow projections, um, building a sustainable organization, um, leading people on planning for growth, marketing and selling. Um, we'll cover business to consumer and business to business and business to government. Um, and then we'll go into the essentials of accounting, um, human resources and taxes, and then um, preparing for capital. And then the seventh week is going to be their graduation where they receive a certificate of completion and they will receive the $5,000 grant um, if they have met all the requirements of the program. Wow. Okay. So this is basically all the boring crap of a business that nobody likes to do, but are so essential to a successful business. I mean, the accounting, the, the, the accounting, the lawyers, the HR, every, you know, every everything else there. I mean, those are the, those are the drags of of owning your own business. And I, I know since I went out on my own and I don't have employees, that's just such a a great relief to me as a business owner because nobody understands the pressure that a business owner faces when they have employees and you're responsible for their their livelihoods. Um, it's that's right. It's really tough, but in the end. Of this six, you've got six weeks of classes and they, they are what, three hour classes every week? Yeah, six to nine mm-hmm, via Zoom. Um, everything is via Zoom at this point. Um, and, but at the, right. at the end, then they do get some capital. Is that restricted? Do they need to do anything with that $5,000 or? It do- is not restricted at this time. Um, we ask, you know, of course, we will ask that they meet with the mentors prior to receiving that money. So during that six-week week course, we want them to set up some initial consultations with our mentors um, as well as Will. Um, and then, you know, at the end of that, as long as they've done, they're going to have homework. Um, as long as they've completed all of the sessions and, and have done their homework at the end of um, that six-week program, that seventh week, they will receive the seed money um, for their business. That meeting before you get that, I mean, that's pretty much sort of mapping out what you're going to – thoughts about how you're going to use it. I mean, I'm not going to come in there and say, hey, Will, I haven't been to Fogo de Chao in a long time, man, and I'm going to go and pig out for you know for a right. lot. So, I mean, you right. know, it could be buying – you know, if it's a retail-facing thing, we could be buying PPE or something for customers or maybe we need to get a new accounting system or a new computer. Maybe our tech is – that's fantastic. And what is the cost to – enroll in this program? They just have to go online to our website and fill out the application. Um, The application deadline, as we mentioned last week, is going to be February the 19th at 5 p.m. And with that, um, once that application closes, we will be going through all of the applications, um, making sure, you know, that they qualify, 
Um, of course, you know, upon entering the program, we have to make sure that they're in compliance with uh, Maryland State Department of Assessments and Taxation. And then from there, we will choose um, the businesses to participate in the program. Um, right now, we have scheduled um, two cohorts, one in, in March, to start in March. We're hoping to start on March the 10th, which is a Wednesday evening. And then we're hoping to have another cohort um, in third or fourth quarter of this year. So right now, 10 businesses for the first, 10 for the second session, so a total of 20 businesses. But in addition to that, because of the interest in the program, we are looking to see how we can expand the program to accommodate the overwhelming interest that we've had. That's fantastic. So there is no cost to a business owner to come into this? I mean, it's not like, okay, I've got to pay a tuition or something to get this information. This is a... No, no. You you just apply and you you qualify. And uh, I I will say you want to go to aaedc.org and right on the front page, there is a link at the top that says minority business and you want to click on that and that brings you up to the whole program and the uh, link to apply is right there. And I know that you've got access to vault funds from the state. I believe that's a state thing, isn't it? Yeah, the funding comes from the state of Maryland to us. We are one of the funding managers for um, that loan fund program. And what what is vault? That is a low interest jumpstart type loan for emerging businesses. So that is the the vault fund um, is also a, a lending program for small minority women and veteran-owned businesses as well. And um, businesses can apply to receive a loan up to $500,000 for working capital, equipment, um, things of that nature. Um, Typically, your credit score needs to be at a 640 for that program. If businesses come in that may be under that credit score, we work with them to get them up to a place where um, they can qualify for the loan program. And all of that played into play when we um, developed the Inclusive Ventures Program, because a lot of time you'll see businesses that have credit scores that are under 600, right. um, some that are, that are under 500, actually. And we, we mentor them. We, as individual employees, have actually mentored businesses so that they could increase their credit score and qualify for a loan through AAEDC. Well, that's not unusual. I mean, when you're a small business and you're a one or a two person shop, or maybe you've got a couple of employees and whatnot, you you do what you need to do to make do. And if that means maxing out some credit cards, I mean, I know so many businesses that were started on, you know, credit cards and loans to families and whatnot. And it is easy to have the less than stellar credit. I, I get that. But to have the resources to be able to overcome that. And I, I would think that if somebody was not able to, you know, didn't have the credit to be able to really have this program work with them now in March, they could probably come back and hit it up again in the third or fourth quarter when your second cohort comes. Perhaps their credit score will have increased and they've got a better idea of where they're looking to go and and move forward. Would that make sense? So, yeah. So with this particular program, the Inclusive Ventures Program, their credit score is not an option. It's just a loan program um, where we work with businesses to help increase their credit score. Wow, this is where were you, where were you twenty years ago when I started my own business? <laughs> I, I mean, the resources are just phenomenal here. How how will you measure success when this is all said and done? 
And obviously, I mean, there are, you know, they say that I don't, you would probably know this better than I, but I mean, I've often heard that 50% of businesses fail within the first five years. And once they hit five, they're, you know, usually pretty good. What, what's your measurement of success on this? If the businesses are successful and grow and add jobs out of this program, we would say that it's, it's a successful program. Just giving them the valuable education and mentorship and access to capital. I mean, that that's huge. I mean, you know, I didn't have it when I started my business either. I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, if and the reason why I knew the process of starting my business was because I was in economic development. Um, if I had not have been in economic development, I wouldn't I wouldn't have known some of the um, agencies that I had to go through. I mean, I had to get an air quality permit for a thousand dollars through MDE. Well, I only knew that because, you know, I had the relationship with the state and I was in economic development. But yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, if this program was around, you know, when I started my business, you know, we would have been so much better off as well. Um, but I do believe that we have an awesome team at AAEDC. And because of that, we were able to come together and develop this wonderful program. And if the businesses grow and prosper, I'm happy. That, that, that's my job. That's what I'm there for, um, to create, you know, these programs that actually work and are results-oriented um, and are successful. And you're absolutely right. It's the stuff that you don't know that comes around and bites you in the butt. What? I need a permit for that? I need, you know, it's and, right. And, and it really true. does. But I'm looking at the roster of the people that you have, you know, teaching this or working with the, with the groups. I mean, you've got Janetta Thurston, who is the founder of JDA Management, and she's the human resources guru. Uh, CJ Santos, who is a, a lawyer. He's a, now I remember what, I remember hearing about him. He's a first generation college graduate or something like that, but he is. Um, I, I, I think that's what he said. I think he told us that his, um, family was actually immigrants, I believe, and I don't want to botch his story, but I believe that's exactly what he said. Yep. And, uh, you know, he is, he is with a, with a law firm, Nymphos Brow, which is, uh, yep. specializes in, um, you know, pretty much, uh, acquisitions and mergers and, you know, business law, which is fantastic. He's on the Maryland, um, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And then you've got Lakia Bourne, who is the uh, CEO of, um, Synergy Accounting Services, um, who's really yeah. going to bring out the, the, the trifecta of that thing to be able to sit there and say, okay, well, now we've got HR, we've got legal, and we've got accounting, which is 90% of the boring stuff, but essential. That's exactly right. Is it is These are the essential components to a successful business because I don't know what I would do without my accounting and bookkeeper um, every quarter. You know, all I have to do is put my receipts in my inbox and just drop them off to them. So I'm glad I don't have to um, fool with QuickBooks anymore or anything like that. And um, they are valuable, very valuable partners um, in this program. Right. And then the, uh, the other missing link is the uh, the talent and the, the brilliance of whatever the business brings to itself, so the, whether it's the product or the service or that's the, the missing piece of that puzzle yeah, to be able to. That's right. You've talked about, you know, you apply for this and um, be eligible for this and stuff like that. What what are the requirements? What else is required to apply for this? Um, we ask that the business um, has actually been in business for two years or more. And those are basically the only two qualifiers that, that we're asking. And from, from that, we will review, um, 
each application and make a determination as to the first um, inaugural cohort that will participate in March. It's going to be a hard decision. And um, that's why we're already looking, you know, to expand it because, you know, we want to make sure that um, each business that has applied and qualify um, are able to go through the program. So we are diligently looking um, to expand this program. Well, I know that funding is a problem for everybody, whether you're a nonprofit or a government entity or whatever, especially in the times of COVID here. But if this is successful, I mean, obviously it, it sounds like it has all the markings to be a, a wild success. I mean, you're talking about the amount of applications you have so far and the tough decision you guys have ahead of you. Is this something that you envision, you know, running quarterly cohorts indefinitely into, you know, 2030, 2040 and beyond? If, if funding is there to do so, absolutely. I mean, this program um, could be ran all year round um, just, just doing this. Um, I believe that we have seen that much interest and we will continue to see interest in this program. Um, so absolutely. How many, how many people have applied so far, do you know? So far um, to date, we have 85 applications. Whoa, for, um, for 10 spots. 10 first spots and then 10 later in the year. Wow. What's what's a good tip to move to the top of the list? <laughs> no tip to move to the top of the list, but... Where, where, where can know, we send again, the cash? You know? <laughs> again, you know, we are, we are certainly diligently looking for partners so that we can, um, you know, partners in the future, sponsors in the, um, in the future, so that we can, like I said, get um, the qualified um, applications through the program. That's the goal um, because, you know, apparently there is a need. We knew that there was a need and we want to ensure um, that businesses that would like to participate in this program can do so. Um, but again, it's all contingent upon funding. So we're going to do our due diligence to, to look for sponsors to see how, you know, we can do this program. If that means we can do four this year, then certainly that's what we will do to get these cohorts through the program. Just a quick thank you to the county exec for supporting the program, County Exec Stuart Pittman. So just want to thank him for his support of the program. Um, and we look forward to um, being able to expand. Um, with us is Keisha. She is with the Anaromic Economic Development Corporation, and she is a certified economic developer and the brainchild, or maybe you were the one that just pushed the hardest for the Inclusive Ventures Program. Uh, if you have a small business, a minority-owned business, woman-owned business, veteran-owned, which uh, does include you know Asian, Indian, Hispanic, the whole nine yards, you want to take a look at this. This is I don't want to say if you're struggling, but if you feel that you need a leg up, if you could use some help, use some professional advice. Uh, it's here for the taking if you get accepted into it. And there's, again, no cost. There's no risk involved in doing it. But the reward is pretty tremendous with the, the brain trust that you've assembled to put together for small businesses and the ultimate little bit of seed money at the end for $5,000 that everybody could certainly use, whether that's just to upgrade the computer or to make your customers or employees more safe. Uh, any number of different things is uh, a, a fantastic program that's come out of the uh, Anne Arundel Economic Development Corporation. February 19th is the deadline, correct? Yes, 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. And how long is – I have not jumped into the application. How long is the application? Is it fairly complex or is it – Oh, it's very easy. So it's not like very, FAFSA? 
No. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. Believe me, I've had my FAFSA days. No way. I mean, yeah, no, no way. It's not even it's it's not even compared to our grant program where, you know, a lot of the business had to upload documents and things of that nature. Honestly, it will probably take you, I'd say, maximum 10 minutes. Um, and just quickly, you just need your first and last name. We ask for your preferred name. What do you want us to call you? Date of birth, company name. What are you doing business as? Your The applicant's title, company description, gender, race, work, phone number, mobile, email, company website, company address, years in business, number of full-time employees, number of part-time, independent contractors, um, revenue over the last past two years, projected revenue. And then you just have to tell, you know, what your comfort level is with um, technology and why do you want to be in the program? That's it. And click submit. And it comes directly um, to me and two other team members that will be part of the Selection. application review committee. Sounds like a pretty simple yep. one to fill out. You only need to make one trip to the filing cabinet for those tax returns from the last couple of years, and you should be able That's to it. be good to go. Keisha Haith, thank you very much for your time. I don't want to take any more of it. I know you're busy going through all of those applications. If you are a minority woman or veteran-owned business, aaedc.org, click on the minority business link right at the top. It'll take you right to the program. Look into this. This is a no-brainer, something I wish that had programs like this many, many years ago. It's been a long time coming, and on behalf of small businesses everywhere, I, you know, thank you for pushing and bringing this to the forefront. I think this is just absolutely wonderful. You're welcome. I'm team business. Absolutely. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.